I'm here outside Old Trafford. Uh, it's a couple of hours before the Newcastle game, and I'm delighted to be with uh, Barney, editor of uh, Red News Fanzine. How many years is this now, mate? 27. 27. So I make that 27 years older than your newborn child. Is that right? How's that been? <laughs> it's been crazy. Everything everyone said about sleepless nights. I thought, well, if they. I was reading, if they sleep for 16 hours, what the fuck are people moaning about sleepless nights? But the fuckers, they just wriggle and everything. So I've, I, I'm on night duty, so I, at one o'clock I thought he's never going to stop screaming and I had my alarm set for 4.30 to get the train and I was a broken man in the early hours. So selling in the rain is nothing today compared to that. Speaking of selling, we'll have a chat about selling in a bit. Um, it's your 20, did you say 27 season? 27, 28 season, something like that, um, which is fantastic going. How's it going? Um, obviously, fanzine culture's uh, struggling elsewhere, but it seems to be... tough, but I think it's sad that Reddish has gone, uh, and we all feel that, and we do. Uh, you know, that they had a, they had a readership. They were, they were culling on the cutting on the club. You know, we, we needed them, we miss them, but obviously in... in now they've gone, we've both picked up a little bit in sales, not a great deal, but it's helped. Um, and there's still people, as long as there's people at Old Trafford who want to see United in a different way to the half and halves, the people who just see United differently to us, as that classic cliche, it's a broad church, everyone does it differently. Yeah. But I'd hope to think there's still people who see a fanzine and they go, might not agree with everything in it, but I'll give it a go. Fanzine culture at other clubs, particularly in print, seems to be falling to pieces. Um, obviously, it's good news that West Ham Boggs in Barnsley, which yeah. is a new one in print. You got Duck Mag in Stoke, yeah. new in Watford, new in print. New one, yeah, which, which is great because we're obviously passionate about yeah. the printed mag. Um, you've got to be psychopathic to do this because there's a determination in me and in JP that when it's and and all the sellers like you, when it's really shit, there's people who would go, "I can't do this. I'm sacking this off." But you've just got to somehow dig in and think. You know, there's there's months where we lose sales, and you have to cover it yourselves. But you just think, if you believe in what you're doing, and that's to challenge the club, love the club, support the club, also prod and provoke, then it just becomes all worth it. And I wouldn't change any of it. There's something special about rolling up a mag and putting it in your yeah, back, back pocket. Like and maybe that's an age thing. I mean, you think about it. When we first started, we were doing it on Letraset. I said to Andy before, you know, typewriters. People go, what's typewriters? Now you're on a train and everyone's on a phone. Yeah. The whole cut, no one's reading the paper on the train anymore. They're looking. So, so for us still to be selling something in print is pretty, pretty good. I, I get asked a lot of questions like, I don't need to do this, um, yeah. but I love yeah. standing here. What? But you're a loon. Let's yeah. <laughs> well, everyone knows that. Yeah. I know, well, I won't go that far. I'm certainly a loon. Um, but people... I love standing here and just yeah. watching the world go by because you don't get the chance to do it often no. in your life. Are you the same? Yeah, and I feel, you know, we all have our anxieties in life, hang-ups even, but I've always felt that it just feels right. The world can be mad, my own life, personal life can be mad, but I stand here and it just all feels right. And I've always felt like, not only it's home, you know, United, going to United, I go, for a ways I hardly sell you know the ones that I do I get absolutely too drunk but at home I like and I actually like these days going in and watching a game 
bar the pass completion nonsense and all that. But I sixty-seven percent. Sixty-seven percent and whatever. Let's part. See, Van Gaal's another issue. I can't work him out. Part of me loves him. Part of me thinks, am I scared of him? Does he know what he's doing? I I am. Um, I, I kind of watched with interest with Van Gaal last year and I've kind of now made the decision that I think he's a bit of a weapon. He is, but aren't they all? I think they all are. Fergie got away with it. We were spoiled though. Cause he was, he, yeah, but he was fucking good. He, yeah. he was a mad genius yeah. and he was the last of his kind and there will never be another. But I do think after the disaster in Moyes, we have to give him the three years because to, to, even if it went sits up this year, you have to start saying things need to calm down. The transfer market needs to calm down. United need to get back to what, a normality. What have you made? I, I mean, I wrote in our last mag that he's, he's becoming, he looks increasingly dishevelled and he's yeah, becoming increasingly prickly. And last night, watching it on MUTV, he's he's fed up with the press. I think he's realising they ask the same questions over and over again. There's not an analytical approach to it, which I've written in the last mag. You know, everyone's just transfers. There's no one wants to talk about the football anymore. And he's, he's, he's realising that. And I don't know if he's a genius or crap or both. And we'll find out. Yeah. This is, uh, is he too old for this? It, it was, his, was his best years behind him. We'll, we'll find out. We said when he joined that his, uh, his record was very, very strong in the 90s. But yeah. his, his record, you know, pretty much in the last 15 or 16 years includes two trophies, one of which was won by Steve yeah. McLaren. So, and, and, you know, which is like winning the League Cup. And he needs a team totally behind him who were convinced, you know, if they... If they, if they down tools for Moyes if this lot did that mm. for him he's finished yeah. but I think they realise after Moyes they need someone who's going to teach them you know be the, the horrible schoolmaster who's going to actually tell them when they eat what they eat yeah. and let's get the prima donnas who down tools for Moyes and, and me and you have chatted about this before we shouldn't forget you know the Liverpool and City for all however disaster Moyes was that, that game performances they put in and away at Everton was disgraceful. Diabolical, wasn't so it? So those players needed to kick yeah. up the arse. I told, I told someone a story once. It's just in that game the day before Moyes got sacked, I got a text from United. Um, just as Everton's second goal went in, offering me a ticket for soccer aid. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I love it when people reply to United's generic yeah. text with all these Ranting. levels of abuse. Yeah. So think, I wonder if anyone actually gets to read them, thinking, what are these going yeah. on about? Speaking of, speaking of club hierarchy, the captain's not having a good time of it, is he? No, and no, I can't... But I, I was saying to Blake earlier that you think no players come through that early. Fowler, Owen, their, their career's tailed off, finished. He's still, he's still there. And I'm always... Rooney is, again, he's, he's a paradox because he's going to break the record, yet he's, he's not in the best form. But people easily slate him. <coughs> he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an easy target to yeah. make if he doesn't score. People on Depay's back... Oh, he hasn't scored. For, then yeah. he scores on Tuesday. Oh, and everyone, he's going to be the next great thing. If Rooney, we'll see with Rooney. He's been handed the, the chalice. You've got to score 20 goals. If he doesn't, then that's it. I remember Rooney getting pure grief in that season. He scored 34 goals yeah, and was player of the year. It. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he, he's lost his pace, but you can change a game, sharing them. You can still be influential, Shearer, in his last few years. But I do think if you don't have a striker challenging him, it's an easy to think to say three pounds, please. There we've got sell on tape. How wonderful is that? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. There we go. Then we've not paid that man to say that. But you think it's 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 he, he, him being. He's a grown man with a replica with a replica kit on with Schweinsteiger on the back of it. He's, he's Rooney's an automatic choice because he 
knows no one's going to push him. And I think Rooney can either, it'll go two ways, he'll either love that or he'll tail off. Well, he looks good, he's not fat, and that's, you know, yeah. that's important. Yeah, we're fat, he certainly yeah, isn't. Uh, quick thoughts on what happened with Pedro? I, I, I just said, I'm turning off it, really. All of it is just doing my head in Twitter. You know, rational people, mates, and I've got caught up in it. They go mad. They go. It's good stuff when people make it up though completely. The only shame is none of you lot or our lot have done a really false story this because you could just destroy it. Yeah. But he signed his. Wasn't he a number another number ten? Haven't we got a few Spanish? We've got quite a few of those, haven't we already? Yeah. So we need a number nine. Get get if we. Well, we're getting Neymar according to Twitter. Go for Bell. That, that's actually that'll a, be next season. That's actually a journalist who's broke the I name out. But it, people have clicked on it. People are talking about it. So that's what they demand. That's what people want. Yeah. But surely let's start talking about the football again. Yeah. People forget, you know, there's a game on today. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to have a few beers after. That's what we're here to do. Absolutely. Um, speaking of enjoying the games, um, what have you thought so far? Rubbish. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been very Van Gaal. But we've been winning, which is different to a year ago. The, the key is we played those games whenever it's last spring, and we thought, oh, this is Van Gaal's master plan, and then it went shit again. Can he show that he can meet United's demands? We want to come here, and we want to be entertained, and it's up to you, Louis. Are you going to show us that? Of the people we have signed, what have you thought well, of the ones so far? Snydlin will be fantastic. I think he's great. Uh, Sveinsteiger, if he loses the Mrs. Doubtfire pouch, uh, <laughs> Will, will be good. Uh, he just looked like Colin player. Montgomery. And Damian is fantastic. He's been great, him, hasn't he? He's going to be the Irwin, eight or nine out of mm. ten every game. Do you I'm sure, fair play. Yeah, obviously we've got a goalkeeping situation to start, but he's not done out wrong yet, has he? Uh, no, but he looks, let's be honest, I shit myself every <laughs> time the ball comes near him, and maybe he will Re be. Re Remo in our last bit mentioned the size of his gloves. Have you seen them? <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah, they're incredible. Well. Oh, the one bandit <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. But you think. I don't, I don't trust him. But look, let's see. But the gear, they shouldn't have let United have played. I can understand why they thought, right, we, you know, we won't be bullied, but it could bite them back on the arse. And you've got to get rid. If a player doesn't want to be here, get rid. I'm hoping for a bit of shooting practice today. <laughs> New, Newcastle, someone we've always, you know, we've got a good record about That's not just about winning, but also about putting it three, four, five. One nil and maybe a late goal. But as I said, we will penalty or an own goal. Yeah. Passes will be magnificent. Right, mate. I'll see you down the bottom yeah. end later. Cheers, Cheers Barney. Everyone. Thank you. Cheers, Steve. It's post-game after watching Manchester United hammer Newcastle United by nil-nil. Um, we've got a couple of lads with us post-game from United We Stand. We've got Stu Edwards, we've got Anne Shaw and Stu Parrish. And we've got gate crashing from the monkey bus. Um, we've got Neil and Matty Mullen, who you might remember from the Villa podcast. They did all right, so we thought we'd let them back in. Um, we've uh, just come out of the ground. Pretty disappointing result. Um, suspect performance, as you know. But uh, um, we'll see what the lads have got to say about that. So, United, nil-nil. Uh, disappointing result. Not necessarily bad performance. But, lads, what are your opinions? Probably our best performance of the season, I thought, really. Um, it's unlucky in a sense that we had so many chances and couldn't convert. I was quite disappointed with Rooney and Yanazai. Um, I thought any any player that was half decent in the middle, I thought we would have um, at least got one goal. Well, we did because Rooney had the ball in the net and it was onside, but um, unfortunately it didn't count. Um, that was the other thing I thought. The referee was poor. Um, You're not blaming the ref again, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we missed Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought 
thought, I thought the referee was bad. Um, just kept giving things, you know, blowing for fouls that he weren't, wasn't giving the other way. And um, corners, you could see every time he couldn't wait to give him a corner when it should have been a goal kick. And just, just small things like that were getting on my nerves. I, uh, I agree with a lot of that, but um, I think it's very simple now. I think we're 95% nearly there at United, and I think Rooney is a big problem. He looked, uh, he looked shot today after half an hour. I seen him with his hands on his knees, and if you look back to 99 when we won the treble, we had, we had Cole and York scoring 30 goals each. I don't think Rooney will get 20 this year, and... It's, it's the only man that's a big problem for us. The defence are brilliant. I love the fact that we've kept the same keeper and defence uh, so far this season. Damien looks great and Shaw on each side. Um, Schneiderlin will be fine. I think Rooney's a big problem and, and obviously Depay looks top as well. Yeah, I agree with, with a lot of that really. Um, I think still a lot of fitness needs to uh, be sharpened. Still a lot of people huffing and puffing even after like half an hour, like you said. Um, Schweinsteiger did okay, Schneidlin did okay, but I think another three or four games we'll see see, see the best of them probably. Um, stating the obvious, but I think I think it's a bit sad that we're we're relying on someone who, let's be honest, who Van Gaal got rid of twelve months ago, who you know to to, to score and like, like Ant said, you know Rooney scored a perfectly good goal first half, but the the Chico chance second half, um, if it, you know all he needed to do was lift it a couple of inches and he would have scored. Again, is that down to match sharpness? If he was, if he had that chance in, in four weeks' time, he'd probably score it. So it's all a little bit desperate. Um, so yeah, a mixture of you know maybe getting to know each other, match fitness, but certainly, yeah, certainly lacking a number nine for me because Rooney needs to play number ten. Was that? Perfectly good goal because it was at the other end of the ground to me, so I I wasn't I wasn't aware so, that it was yeah, two, yeah. Yards on side. two yards on side. Is that legit? Or are you just lying as fucking <laughs> usual? <to me? laughs> it looked I, I was right near where it was. It looked on side to me, um, and I'm usually one to say or not not be biased. So I, I presume you were stood on your seat to see it. Um, yeah, and uh, binoculars out and everything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Groundhog Day, really. Um, there's actually, strangely, a lot of positives. I think the full-backs are a big plus. Damien already looks as good as any full-back in the league. Luke Shaw looks transformed from last season. Looks the player that we all thought he was. And Smart, you know, defensively Smalling and Blind sound again. But the final third, it just falls down. And, and Rooney, I just, again, you know, I know it's... it's I'm almost getting a bit tired saying it, but he, he looks shot. He, he doesn't look the player... He, he, anywhere close to the player and we desperately need like I thought last season I thought our biggest weakness was up front it's not been addressed and, and it's still there for everyone to see Is that because it's all on his shoulders though? Simply Is it, part, is it partly that? I don't know I'm just I, no, I don't think so because I just think he just, he just doesn't look shy he's, he's getting knocked off he could never normally knock Rooney even when he was going through his bad spot he could never knock Rooney off the ball he's not, he's not strong he's got no pace he can't beat plays he's, he's bringing it back to, to give the pass off to when you know it, there's Options available going forward. I, I just think he's. I just think he's shot as a player. I actually agree that he's. Um, he, I think the other players are carrying him. If you look at our biggest games last year, uh, Fellaini and Young won the derby. Um, Liverpool, Matt won that, and Herrera. I don't actually. That's another point I meant to make. Herrera. I've no idea why we're not playing him. He um, he transformed that team. His energy and everything. He's got. He's got goals in him. 
and I don't understand what Van Gaal's got against him. I play Herrera every game. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I mean, um, one one player I was really getting on my nerves today was um, Schneiderlin. <laughs> I, <know him. laughs> no. I had an axe to grind with no, Schneiderlin. Like, I'll do that in a minute. I just, I just think, I just don't see what he does, what Carrick doesn't do. If you know what I mean, and I don't see the point in having him in there. It just, just seems there were times. Who was? Was he? There were times where he. There were times where he could have carried the ball like twenty yards up, yeah. and like he just decided to just stop and pass it sideways. And I, I just think I don't really see the point in him at the moment, especially at home to Newcastle. You know, if you're playing away at Liverpool and you need to keep the ball, then maybe. But I thought Damian was the same as well, because um, very good defensively. Um, but as soon as he crossed the halfway line, he had about no exaggeration about twelve opportunities to cross it today, and every single one was charged down. So I think we need, you know, um, some a few more attacking players, especially in all games. I th- I think I've just brought up the the point that I was getting the most rattled about in the ground, which was Damien got round the back a lot of times and put in a lot of proper shit crosses. You could say the same about Memphis Depay on the other side, who did the same, and it was exactly the same when Valencia came up. We had a lot of the ball and a lot of opportunity to create chances, and I think, you know. I admit that Rooney's out of form and out of touch and stuff, but the service he's had in three games and today was the worst of all, I thought, and that wasn't that didn't do United any favours today. You're right. The, the, the delivery from Damian wasn't spectacular by no stretch of imagination, but he's, he's been he's been here three games. Valencia's been doing that for seven years. <laughs> he's only a kid as well. That's the thing. He's going to learn. He's going to get better as it goes on. Because I think a big plus for me was small in today's confidence. He's like... Yeah. When he's bringing it out of defence, he looked well, well confident. It's like completely yeah, different yeah. to last season. About half the team are playing well, aren't they? Think. No. Just the strikers. Yeah. No, yeah. We need a, a five-year plan for our strikers going forward, but there, it doesn't exist at the moment because everything's on Rooney, and his best years are behind him. As much as people, you know, think he's a great player and all that, we need to look at the future now and think right, who's going to be the next big striker? Man United. Who's going to be the next couple of strikers around him? We haven't got that at the moment. I don't understand why Wilson didn't get in the chance where Hernandez is a real backward step like I said we, we got rid of him last year and I think everyone thought it was the right decision and I think Wilson's shown a lot of promise and deserved to go but surely he's a better option coming off the bench than Hernandez I, d- I don't understand how he's come back and he's gone ahead of the pecking order and he's essentially back up back up to Rooney well, we'll never know will we because unless Wilson's getting on the bench at least or playing four or five games on the trot we're never going we're never to find out about Wilson are we I actually think we've got as well, uh, I was saying the other day, like, I think we've got too many players who, uh, the nice lads, Mata and Herrera, and they're all good lads and that, we need someone who, if you look back, even back to Norman Whiteside, Anfield, Brian How Ross, fucking far back are you going to go? <laughs> not in I thought you were pushing it with the travel before, now we're back to fucking 1995. Steve, it was my 40th this year, did you not know? <laughs> well, I know it was your 40th, because unlike you, I actually turned up for it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know Neil Neil backdoored it at his own 40th after one pint so anyway, anyway, anyway. even <laughs> low cash he'll back me up I was still <laughs> but I think I think we need to play like Rob, Robson and Canton Keen, all of them Ibrahimovic I think could be great at United for the next 18 months and I used to slag him off as well but you're not going to invite me again are you? <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all for optimism and wishful <laughs> thinking but fucking um, Jan as I <laughs> I should probably start saying some people played well, but um, Jan's eye really annoyed me today. Like on the floor all the time, yeah. like whinging, 
as a referee all the time. Sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> I, but the other thing as well, when, when he got subbed off with 20 minutes to go, he walked off. Like, I don't know if you saw that. Ro Rooney gave him, and, and yeah. I mean, the, probably the best thing that Rooney did do actually was he actually gave him the stare and, and, and the hurry up to say, hurry up and get off. And, you know, that's what you wanted from a captain, isn't it? You know what I mean? I, th I think back, I mean, I, I, I think... Um, I've said it a couple of times. I think Yanazai looks like he's got rickets, which doesn't help his movement and stuff. But uh, just back on the Rooney thing, you get it with cricketers, don't you? When you get some really, you get top batsmen who become captain, and then they lose their form. And I'm of the view that the captaincy last season was probably really important because he was probably the best choice in terms of someone who's going to play every week. Whereas now. I think there's probably better choices in terms of who can captain that side. And, and it would be interesting to see to me whether taking the captaincy off Rooney, at the end of the day, he's not going to change the way he is on the pitch. And he's certainly going to change how vocal he is. You know, he could become club captain or something like that and have somebody on the field who, just to take that pressure off him and just let Rooney concentrate on doing what he's there to do. He needs a break. I don't think, I don't think Van Gaal, and I know in the past people said, Rooney, you've got to play him through his bad form, but... I think he, I think he looked so. Sh he reminded me also. Remember Lee Sharp against Chelsea, that game when you just knew he was finished, and he, he just looked like that. He, he just looked confidence-wise, he looked shot, and I think he needs a bit of a break from the team for his own good. Do you not think he's always like that anyway? When it, whenever he has an injury in, during the season, it takes him four, five, sometimes six games to get back, and we're, and we're better short pre-season, and we're in three games in. I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. To be honest, I'm not judging him on, on the last three games. I've had an issue with him about the last 18 months. I didn't. I mean, had Fergie stayed, he would have gone in 13, he would still be here. But it's a longer issue. I think him playing out of position kind of masks the fact that, he, yeah. for me, past 18 months, he's been on the wane and it's been coming for a while. Because he's Wayne Rooney, you know, people tend to get on his back quicker than I think they do with any other player. I think we've persisted with far, far worse performances and far, far less credible players than we have with Wayne Rooney in the past. I think, you know, this is a time to show what, you know, the fact that he's contributed a lot to the club, 230-odd goals, etc., etc. Oh, he's yeah, done a lot. I reckon you'd have a damn good go at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of the players is like, it's, it's easy to hate it's like, as, a, as a, like a hardcore fan because like, the amount of transfer requests he's putting in that. But um, how many is he putting? About three, is it? No, it's up two. So at least he's got an hat trick in there. It's like, you know, I just wish he'd do the same on the pitch. But it's just, it's just one of those, like, when you look at him, it's like, to me, it's like, I don't know why we so much focus on Rooney. We should be looking at the next two, three years of the strikers coming through. I don't see why we're looking at him. He's like, what is he now? Is he 30, 31? He's like, why are we persevering with this? We should be looking at the next next couple of strikers, next couple of years. I think if you play one up, up front on their own, he has to get minimum 20, 25 because there's not enough goals. A, a partnership will get 50. So if you play up, up front on your own, you're going to need to get a lot and a lot from midfield. And I don't think Rooney's got it in him anymore. It's the, what date is it? Is it 21st of August? Yeah, it's not April, you know what I mean? It's not like we've put up with this. Is it 22nd, is it? Yeah, yeah. They say I've already lost a day. The season's back and I've already lost a day. I actually heard, uh, what am I looking at here? I'm being... It's 30 in October. It's 30 in October, all right. Yeah, I'm being shown a, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being shown a picture here of, and it says Wayne Rooney, born October 24th, born Croxteth, salary 13 million. Spart, yeah, that's, that's not helping. Um, um, We've talked a lot about up front. There's been a couple of points made. I, I've been exceptionally impressed with Chris Smalling, Luke Shaw, and Mattia Damien. And 
and also somebody who I don't actually think I, I don't rate particularly highly. At least he's had his hair cut, which is a step forward. But but Daily Blind, I thought the back four have been absolutely yeah. superb. Yeah. Season so far. Oh, well. from, an, from an opposition player. That was Carrick. Yeah. We've, we've no, they have done really well <laughs> in positive <laughs> ones. Um, I saw a turnaround in Chris Smalling last season as well. It's just followed on really. He really, you know, I, I think he, he got held back for a few years because people were expecting him to be like a bit like Rio Ferdinand, but he's the opposite of that, I think, and more like Vidic was. He's really good in the air. You're right, you're right. Two or three years ago, he was like. Ferdinand was at West Ham and Leeds, you know. So you give give a, give a guy a chance. So he's he's number one choice centre half definitely, and it's just a question of who's who's number two choice really. Is it Joe? Is it Jonathan Rojo or is it somebody else? My only problem with Smalling is like every time he looked good, and he, no, I really rate him, but he hobbled off after like four minutes just in the middle of a good spell, and that's the only worry. If he got if he plays the next ten games, the whole defence I keep that defence the same until keep it in Bruges get us through that and the next 10 games after that there's no need to change that part of it at all I think we're two signings away from winning the league today. so speaking of signings um, Pedro didn't happen although I wasn't overly disappointed about because it, I think we've got quite a lot of Pedros at Old Trafford already um, so I wasn't overly concerned <laughs> about that um, but what do you think United need to do because it's pretty solid at the back We've got a defensive midfield that looks very, very capable of hoovering up stuff for fun. But what do United need to do to get more in that goals for column? I think it's just the striker, but it's who's available. So when you look around, like it was years ago, and it's like there's abundance. But when you look around, it's like I feel like, oh yeah, Thomas Muller is like, is he going to come to United? I don't know. It's like then you look at Harry Kane, absolute risk, is it? After after one season, so you don't know who's available. So I'd chuck Wilson in me. I'd just give him a chance. Mm. Aguero. <laughs> Aguero, simple. I, I said this to me. If you if you look at the Arsenal City squad, I actually think obviously the goalkeeper's a bit up in the air with us at the minute, but I actually think bar Aguero, I think we're stronger in every other area. You swap Aguero and Rooney, and I, I think we finished ten points ahead of him. I think that that's how how good we're looking until the final third. Yeah, yeah, but you just, you just look last <laughs> you look last last week against Chelsea. Who is they, they, was, they, was, <laughs> they were dominating Chelsea much the same as we were dominating today. I know two different teams, obviously, but they were dominating like we were, but they got that cutting edge. They had Aguero, I know he missed a few chances, but he come and he got them the goal, and he does it so often where he will he will get the goal, and that's what we're missing. We're missing that match winner. I think we've definitely got to start playing Herrera as well. Absolutely. I, I, you know... Three man midfield. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I just think we look really static at the moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. Passing sideways. Herrera should play today instead of one of those. Well, last year midfield. Yeah, Schneiderlin, I think. I think like in the next four years, I think he'll be as good as Carrick. I think it's a young That's Michael Carrick. He's never going to be very bad. Yeah. Would you just play Schneidel in every game, uh, Carrick, Carrick every game until he's injured and then put Schneidel in? Yeah. Is that how yeah. you do it? Yeah. Like that transition. So Carrick, Herrera and Schweinsteiger. It seems to be Carrick or Schweinsteiger. No, we've not, we've not let a goal in yet against three teams who, you know, they're not, they're not top end of the title. 
yeah, they're, they're not top end of the table, but they're certainly not, you know, the sort of top 12 sides you'd, you'd expect. And we've not let a goal in. Not only have we not let a goal in, we've barely conceded a lot of possession, not even, not even shots, because, you know, we've not even had really a great opportunity to just see how bad this goalkeeper is. Because he gave, well, he gives me the shits, that goalkeeper, I'm sorry. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he yeah, is. Literally. Yeah. Um, but time will tell on that one. But the reality is, is um, we're not. We're going to be very, very difficult to score goals against this season. So it is just a case of dealing with that up front bit. Obviously, the, Pe the Pedro thing um, went by the wayside. Um, on Twitter yesterday, the Neymar rumours oh, <laughs> broke. I've seen that. Um, and it's true. would it be a good addition to the squad? <laughs> I, I reckon what what's happening is is. Because they've got this kit deal, I think so they want them to spend a lot of money on one player, like a superstar type player. And I think we're just bidding for everyone, but I think it's becoming a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Because that's what City were doing in like 2010, just bidding for every single player. You know, that was better than what they had. Yeah. I think that's what we're doing at the moment. It's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> what made me laugh about the name, I think that it come the day after. Barcelona sold, who got sold another back, forward, sold yeah, their yeah. only other right winger yeah. who left because yeah. he can't get a game because Neymar plays every week. Yeah. So it was, not only was it a stupid rumour, the timing of it was It's never going to end though, is it? Because it's United. It's which, like, the, the press just keep carrying on. And which, name, really bad. which Neymar is it? Why is there more than one? <laughs> Must be, wasn't so Stuart thinks that there's another Neymar in the in the in existence. Someone else reckons that we're better than City by ten points. It's not even it's not even three o'clock. It's only half three in the only half three in the afternoon when people talking talking bollocks. Yeah, and I'd get Ibrahimovic to win us a league as well. But I do think as long as if we bought a forward now before the end of this deadline day, I think we'll we'll challenge for the league. No question. If we don't, I think we'll struggle for top four. Benzema. Yeah, I don't get the Benzema situation because it sounds as if he's going um, somewhere, and yet you know he don't seem in the slightest bit interested. But why? Why not? No, I agree with you. But it, it, why do you think United aren't even interested in that? I think it's to do with the fact that they don't want to get into a discussion with Real Madrid. I still think there's something happening with Madrid. There's a, what ten days to go, and with the Haya thing, whether it's I think Ramos was a load of bollocks, um, whether it's Bale, whether it's Ronaldo whether it's Benzema, I still think something could happen. I think they're hanging the hat on Bale. I, I think they, they're hoping a late change of mind with Bale. I think that's why he didn't go for Pedro. He's another one with a stupid fucking haircut. I know, yeah. But he's got, he transforms. He, he's exactly the sort of match winner we have. Yeah, I've heard that as well. There was a guy sat in front of me today who had a Transformers cardigan. Sorry, robots in disguise. Anyway. <laughs> Can I just say very quickly, uh, shots on target today, Newcastle, zero. Not one. We had 70% possession, we had 20 shots, eight on target. Newcastle had seven, nothing on target. Shows where the, the problem is though. Yeah. Well, it also shows that it was a pretty dominant performance by United and yet they got booed off the pitch. I agree. No, there's fine. enough idiots in there, but there's yeah, plenty, there's fine. as many that It was, a, it was that a big noise, it was a big boo. Yeah, I agree, it was pretty deafening. First game of the season, when we won 1-0. There was They're a guy gonna... walked past me at the end of the game, and he's like, absolute shit, that. He walked past me with one mate, and he went, I oh, know, it's not good enough. I was like, <laughs> that, that's, that's what you're trying to do. Because yeah. I'm so used to it under Ferguson when he was yeah. here. 
have just been entertaining and winning these games. That will be highlighted tonight, match of a day. Do. Of course it will. And they'll turn the volume up. United, there's there's two different sets of fans. There's there's the hardcore and there's the idiots. And unfortunately, there's enough to try. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Saw the guy yeah. Keep the in because <laughs> we drew one all to Southampton. <laughs> 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 yeah, they got like equaliser and you keep the megastore. He says the fans, but also I sit in Stratford and Lower. You know, uh, we're sitting over near where Steve sits, and and above us in you know the upper Stratford end. Most of the second half, they were singing fucking attack, attack, attack. We weren't defending. Yeah. We weren't trying to attack. I don't, I don't get it. And that was just putting extra pressure on. There was, you know, at one point it was really loud. It was ten minutes to go plus injury time. You know, there was plenty of time to create opportunities. Schneidel in passing the ball back in when the injury time was up really got to me as well. Yeah. yeah. There's no point. But I think this, I think this is where experience and game intelligence comes in, doesn't it? I mean, like it, he's exactly like he'll come in. No, I like Schneidel. And I think he's. I think he's a young character. I think he'll come into it. I think he's got to take time, but but I think he's a I think he's an intelligent player. I don't think he'll be he good. When you he's, he's never going to be better than Carrick, is he? When you look at yeah. when you look at this, though, no, it was like after Moyes and everything. Do you not think that this is the transition season? Like, because when Moyes was there, it was like it's just such a clamour, and then we've got the Van Halen and it's like everything was turned around. It's like get some players in. Now to me, this is the transition season. Yeah, he's like he's actually getting a team together that can play week in week out that looks solid, and it's just a few more signings he needs. Well, it's just about difficult for Newcastle today, finally. <laughs> but I do, I, I do agree, agree with what Neil said before. I think we're ninety percent there. I think the problem is that the the ten percent we're missing is the hardest bit on the football pitch to do, and that is to to get players to win your games on a regular pitch. But like, I think what worries me is is Memphis. I think he's an an excellent player. Who's obviously brilliant in midweek. I thought he was quite poor today, but he's a young lad in a new league. He's going to have games like that. And my worry is that we're going to become a bit too, in his first season, a bit too reliant on him. So we're going to look a bit too. Something that was obvious with Memphis to me was is he wanted a lot of time on the ball, which you don't get yeah. in a Premiership. And I don't think it was any coincidence that in midweek he looked like a match exactly, winner, yeah. where he got loads of time on the ball. And today he's getting crunched. He was always in the game, though, weren't he? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Although, um, you know, he didn't have the best game today. Compared to Yanazai, like went missing for like half an hour spells, and I thought I thought he was really positive today. And I, 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 yeah, I didn't actually like him the first couple of games, but I thought even though he's had a bad game today, you always sense he's something good. When you see it against yeah. Bruges, he was getting straight back, like he was covering Shaw. So like when Shaw was out of position, he was running back, and he's like, "Come on, get back and show him." It's like pretty good yeah, to see that. On the transfer list, I'm going to wrap uh, Newcastle up. Um, it's not going to change the result. I don't think the performance was that bad. I certainly don't think it merited being booed out of the ground. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. Next couple of league games are going to be quite interesting. We've got Swansea away. And then after the international break, I think it's... Is it Liverpool at home? Yeah, I think, five kick-off. five kick-off, yeah. Um, and we'll have a new mag out, so there'll be no drinking pre-game. Um, we'll have to do it all afterwards. Just, uh, just to wrap up before we go, I've uh, got Bruges away midweek. A couple of us are going over there. Um, 3-1 from the first leg quite an important late goal because uh, I think that was looking pretty dodgy at one point but Stu do you think we'll get through that tie? Uh, yeah I think um, I think we'll concede but I also think we'll score at least one so it could end up one each but we'll go through Yeah I think comfortably I don't think we'll get beat on the night I think we, we may even win at the odd goal so yeah no problems Yeah you, you said it Steve that third goal meant everything if we'd have gone there 2-1 uh, I'd say it was not far off 50-50. I don't think they were great, but 
if they just go first over there at 2 1, we might have had all sorts of problems. I think we'll be fine with 3 1. The crowd's um, going to play a part, isn't it? To a degree, but yeah, pretty noisy when we're used to that. They're all right. Yeah. They were certainly noisy outside here when we were trying to sell magazines and they were kicking fuck out of everybody, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the centre-half sent off and the centre-half went off injured, so I think, I think we'll score over there. I, I think Rooney will score. Seven, yeah, seven, yeah. Seven. You were slacking him off a minute ago. I know, I don't like him, but I wanted to score. So I, I think Schneider will get him. <laughs> Should get a nil-nil with a suspension. Yeah, well... Hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to sign a few more defenders. Vance said on the last podcast we need to get a couple more auxiliary midfielders and a couple more wingers in the squad and then we'll have everything that we need. Um, yeah, it sounds like everybody thinks that we're going to go through. I think we're going to go through against Bruges. I actually thought we played pretty well the other night. I thought United, for large parts of today, didn't look threatened. I thought they played pretty well in some periods going forward attacking. It could just be one of those days where it didn't work out, but we'll certainly know in a couple more weeks. But, you know, I think we'll end it on a good note. Sounds like everybody thinks we're going to get through in the Champions League. So, uh, Stu, Neil, uh, Matty and, and Stu, thanks for coming on. And we'll be back after the next game um, for some more stuff. Um, hopefully, the mood will be a little better. Hopefully, we'll have attacked a few more and scored a few more goals. But until then, cheers. <laughs>